Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am Ellie Hope Collins, the host of this podcast. It's on this podcast that we talk about healing from divorce, trauma, betrayal, and how to accept the healing that has been extended by Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago on the cross. It was over three years ago that I walked through a very painful divorce, and I am on the other side. I have received healing from Jesus. Does that mean everything is always perfect all the time? No, it doesn't, but I am here to extend and let you know that healing is possible and it's our job to step into that and walk it out every single day. In this podcast today, we are talking with a new friend of mine. Her name is Carrie Olson. She's a phenomenal woman and I know you're just going to love this interview with her because I just had the best time. She shares her story of her divorce as well as what she's doing now in creating a money mindset for women and who are starting businesses and entrepreneurs. And it's just amazing. I'm going to read her bio for you today. Carrie is a money mindset coach and the owner of Brave Abundance. She helps Christian women entrepreneurs implement money-making systems and feel 100% confident around charging more so they can double their profits and make a bigger impact in six months or less. Carrie found her passion for helping Christian women conquer their money fears and limiting beliefs and step into their God-given talents after doing the same for herself. She empowers others to dream more, make more, give more, and impact more. Personally, Carrie is a newly remarried mother of three, addicted to coffee and wanderlust. She is a nine-year cancer survivor who loves dark chocolate, doing missions around the world, and adventuring like skydiving, surfing, and scuba diving. Guys, you're going to love this interview with Carrie. Get a notepad and some paper because she gives some amazing nuggets of wisdom around what is our beliefs around money and actually making more in our businesses and even just in our day-to-day life. So buckle up and enjoy this interview with Carrie Olson. Carrie, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for coming. Oh my goodness, such an honor. Thanks for having me. Oh my word. It's just, it's just a joy to be here. I would love for you to just start and share a little bit about yourself. Um, in your, your bio, it mentioned skydiving, surfing, and scuba diving. And I've done, I've done two of the three of those. Um, so scuba diving, I haven't quite done yet, but I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yes. So I never knew I was so into adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, yeah, after I got divorced, I was just like, I need to shake things up here. So with surfing, I went to a week long surf camp in Maui with a bunch of other individuals. It was just something I've always longed to do. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I get to make decisions by myself now. And this is always called to me. So, um, yeah, surfing, skydiving, scuba diving, got certified here in Minnesota, but definitely prefer warmer waters of the Caribbean or somewhere like that. Oh, that sounds just lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, there's something about surfing. Um, I, I, I went skydiving as part of my divorce as well. Um, and I learned how to surf while I was also going through my divorce. And, um, and so there's just something about that time as painful as that is, that experience is that it's kind of this opportunity to do things you 
might not have done before. Um, Skydiving was something that I chose to reclaim because I had done that with my ex-husband. So I chose to do that alone um, as a reclamation. Um, (laughs) But surfing was like, yeah, so fun. (laughs) So I love hearing that. But you are, you're remarried. Is that right? Share a little bit about maybe where you're living, who you live with. Absolutely. I am married to the man I think I've been praying for my entire life. Um, Yeah, we've been married about two and a half years now. He had cute, tiny little home in um, Minneapolis and we tore it down. I have three kids. We rebuilt um, and now we're, yeah, living in our dream house and finishing it slowly, but um, it's just, it's just been amazing. The transformation that I've been through in the last 10 years. Oh, that's amazing. Praise God, yeah. right? Praise yeah. the Lord. Yes. I would love to hear about <laughs> what that transition was. And, you know, it's interesting that you've torn down your house. Cause that's a little bit of like what divorce feels like. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, you start at ground zero, yeah. but then what the Lord does is he builds a beautiful, your dream home, maybe Mm -hmm. even bigger and better than you could have imagined. And I know that your story is hope and restoration. So (laughs) I would love to hear that. And I'd love for you to share that with um, my listeners. Yeah, of course. So gosh, I feel like this is always a really long story, but um, so my ex-husband ended up walking out one day in um, April of 2012. I had no idea what was going on. I came home from um, running some errands and he was sitting there with a backpack on, on the front porch. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm out of here. It's not fun anymore. Um, I had been uh, diagnosed with cancer earlier that year. And yes, it had not been fun at all. Um, But we had three little kids and he's just like, I'm done, you know, and I was devastated. I had no clue, no clue what was going on, Um, you know, but the last thing that he said before he walked out, um, both like hurt me the worst and also gave me hope is he was like, I also should tell you that I don't believe in God. I haven't since Mm -hmm. I was 15, but I played along because I knew how important it was to you. And, you know, we had been Sunday school teachers together. We had gone to church, you know, done all the things. And I could not believe that. It was, it was such a betrayal. And, you know, as heartbreaking as it was, and I tried, we tried counseling on my part. I'm like, we are going to do this. It's going to work. And yeah, unfortunately, it didn't. You know, we just weren't on the same page. And obviously that foundation in Christ to me is so important and we weren't going to get there. Yeah. So it it was such a difficult time. You know, I was still healing from cancer. I was sick. I was, we had three little kids and I had taken a leave of absence from work. Um, I just, I couldn't do my job. And yet, you know, as I healed and also grew in my faith and trust, you know, just the miracles started happening, you know, I started looking into, you know, what is it about my life that I am here for? You know, you start searching, what's my purpose? Why is this happening? What the heck is going on? And, you know, at one point, a friend said to me, you know, maybe God had better plans for you than you had for yourself. And that's just something Hmm. I was like, 
like, oh yeah, let's stick with that. <laughs> so, That's something to hold on to, put that on the fridge. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going to, I like that. Yeah. And so it, it took time, you know, yeah. to walk into who I am, you know, just to heal, to gain that strength, but to start making decisions on my own. You know, I think probably three months from that day he walked out, I did the first thing I had never um, even really tuned into what I wanted as a woman, as a wife, as a mom. Um, and I went to get my certification for holistic health coaching. Um, oh, wow. You know, after going through cancer, I'm just like, oh, there's got to be something out there that helps other moms who are tired and overwhelmed and don't know where to turn. And so I really felt like that was my calling. And wow. So, why I kind of walked through that experience. And so I didn't, it was like, I don't have to ask anyone, you know, if this is yeah. something I want to do, I get to do it. And I prayed about it. And the answer was yes. And I didn't have the money at all, but it was something that I knew just would work out somehow. Yeah. Just knew that with all my heart. So, yeah. So I became a holistic health coach. Um, and I was a, yeah, it was called Brave Cancer Moms for Moms with Cancer and just oh my word. felt like it gave me purpose as far as mm -hmm. a lot of the experiences that I had gone through. Um, and yet it was, it was also very hard because I got into that because, you know, I wanted to help. I have a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. I hurt for those that are hurting. And then, yeah. and then when you go through your own painful experiences in your case, cancer and divorce, and I'm sure other things as well, your, your capacity for empathy towards other people and your desire to help already feeling like a compassionate, helpful person, I'm sure just increased in, in being there for people that are going through something similar. I mean, to, to, to be a health coach for, for moms who are experiencing cancer, I mean, that's, that's intense work. I mean, I, you went through it, but that's, work. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite realize emotionally, you know, I yeah. just got so connected to them. Um, I mean, that must've been hard as well for you to be going through a divorce at that time as well. Right. You were, you were doing this work and going through and healing from right. this broken marriage. What was that like for you? I think like other women, you know, my biggest concern was for the kids at that time. Yeah. I felt like I couldn't even think about my own needs. How am I doing? You know, as my cup being filled, I was just seeing the hurt and the pain through their eyes and their experiences. And my heart just broke for them. So well, how old were they at the time? Can I ask? Yeah, five, seven, and nine. Okay. So just... It, it was, it, I, I was just like, I can't even begin to put myself on yeah. the front line of what do I need? You know, right, that, right. that's not a healthy thing either. I <laughs> definitely not recommend that because it catches up to you. Yeah. Um, it's it, but, but you, when you, when you're in survival mode and wanting to help your children survive, that's, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So I think, you know, the first couple of years I was really focused on them. And then once mm -hmm. I knew that they 
were in an, a good spot, um, then I could focus on me. And I started all the therapy, all the counseling, all the divorce care. I mean, it, if it was yeah. out there, I wanted it. So oh, that's did, great. Yeah. What did you find helpful in that time? Um, and was there anything that was surprising to you after waiting a couple years to really process? Did you think that you were healing before then? I think just, yeah, like you said, I was in survival. So I didn't, it, I didn't even give it a thought. Am I healing? Am I not? Yeah. It didn't even, yeah. <laughs> it didn't even come up to me. Um, yeah. So it was, it was really interesting. I did, yeah, group therapy through our church. Um, it was just beautiful to be in a community of other people, other believers going through the same thing. Like everyone has a story, but there's that connection too, you know? Yeah. And so that was very deeply healing as well as doing one-on-one therapy Mm -hmm. helped me so much. Yeah. There's something about being with someone else, um, with a group of people that are, that are going through a similar time, um, and, Mm -hmm. and struggling in many of the same ways. It kind of helps to normalize your feelings. You're like, oh, I'm not crazy because they also are crying themselves to sleep or they Mm -hmm. are also having panic attacks or whatever, whatever it is for For that person, I think it really does. It it really does help, and um, I think it's so interesting that that because you're in survival mode, then you, you know, you you did end up taking that step when you realized at some point I need to do these things and and join the support groups and do all of that. Um, Because a lot of people push that off even further and maybe never get to it. So. It's so, so important. Um, Time doesn't heal all wounds. I think it's really just Mm -hmm. our intention of leaning into God in the middle of it that really does, that that actually brings the healing. So kudos to you for for taking that step and realizing that. No, I I wish I would have realized it sooner, but we're there. But it's okay. Don't (laughs) shit on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) There's freedom and and look where you are now. Hey guys, I'm interrupting this episode to let you know about the Healing from Divorce online course. I have an eight-week-long program that is launching in just a week. I'm so excited for this course. This is designed to launch you into Christ-centered healing from divorce and yes, even breakups. If you haven't been married, hop on board with this because we can actually reclaim our life after the pain of rejection, of betrayal, and trauma. There is healing in what you have gone through. For eight weeks, we will step into different areas of our life that need to be reclaimed. With video chats, with lessons and assessments, we will step into a greater level of healing and step closer to Jesus. So if you are interested in taking part in the Healing from Divorce online course, the link is found in my show notes, and you can find that also at hopereclaimedministries.com. HopeReclaimedMinistries.com. Please sign up now because in a week, the price will go up. So sign up today to receive a discount. So I'd love to, I'd love to hear how the Lord brought you through those times, whether that was, and and for you, that was cancer and also Mm -hmm. through this divorce. How did he show up? Oh my goodness. Such, such, oh, I have so many stories here, but so the first one is, um, okay, so back to my health coaching job. Loved yeah. this. I wanted to help, and yet I did not have the money mindset or the business kind of 
know how to be able to really <laughs> run a sustainable business that creates income. You know, I would get on these conversations with these women and, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's a mom with cancer. I can help her. She's got all these bills. I don't have to mm -hmm. charge her, you know, or it's just, you know, they would raise an, an objection and I would be like, what can you pay? And they would say, you know, $20 a session or 10 or five. And I'd be like, okay. And yeah. it was, it was hard because about three years after that, it was just, I was not making money. Our house was in foreclosure. Mm -hmm. I was not getting any child support. And so I was just like, this can't continue. Yeah. And so I had to quit health coaching. Um, when, you know, like I said, our, our house was in foreclosure. I just remember it was yeah. August of 2015 and we got the notice, like the sheriff actually has to come to your house oh and like gosh. hand you the papers. And I remember my son, he's like, mom, there's a policeman at the door. I'm like, what's going on? I mean, that must've been traumatic for you. So dramatic. I oh actually did like the first time. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, well, my son's standing at the door. Like I, I've got to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I shouldn't laugh, but like, I, I just have these pictures of like some, like anyone, like a neighbor coming to the door asking for sugar or something and you hide, let, let alone a cop. <laughs> no, I mean, it was only for like five seconds. And then yeah. I grew up, I'm like, no. Like, no, I need to go get the door go out there. You can't leave your son alone. Oh, but so, that's so real because we don't want to always face the reality of what's happening. Oh, my goodness. No, oh, man, that, that must have been terrible. It was. It was very terrible. Yeah. And so, yeah, I sat my kids down that night and, you know, I was like, okay, guys, like, I need to get a third job. Um, wow. We have to cut out all your activities. We are, we're just, like, not making yeah. ends meet. I had taken a 401k loan out and that's what we were living on. But I'm like, that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. You know, right. we, are, we need to make some changes. And it was the hardest thing I've ever seen in my life. The kids were like nodding and, you wow. know, trying to understand. But I saw the fear in their eyes. And that just absolutely broke my heart. And, and I remember leaving. I went to the bathroom because I was just like not wanting to bawl my eyes out in front yeah. of them and shut the door and I not fully sure how long I was in there but my youngest came to the door and she knocked and she was mom and I opened it up and she's standing there and she has a little pink tiny like cheetah print suitcase and she's like I have stuff for us to sell we're gonna be okay oh and my like goodness. she had to run upstairs and it was like the cutest thing in the world she had like nail polish and like doll clothes and rocks and seashells that she's collected and that is the sweetest oh that girl you know and wow. I was like what a compassionate little girl you've raised <laughs> yeah she that moment wow. changed my life and wow. I was like okay I love your heart yeah and yet I have got to figure this out like mm -hmm. <laughs> so that night I fully surrender just on my knees like I don't wow. know what's going on Lord I do what you want just like keep showing me the next right step you know yeah. I'm a person who wants a whole path but I know <laughs> I just have to keep taking the next yeah. right step and so of course that led to me you know working on my money working on a more sustainable business plan understanding learning getting certifications in that and this whole time, um, 
our house, you know, stayed in foreclosure. We went through 14 different share of sales and every single time, except for the last one, they somehow fell through. Oh my gosh. Like stuff with lawyers and sheriffs and at the wow. Ramsey County courthouse, like this stuff doesn't really just like fall through the cracks. Right. You know, so as each time I would assume it happened and then I would, you know, get in contact and they're like, I don't know what happened. It just didn't happen. And I'm like, okay. And so we're safe for a little longer. <laughs> yeah. We literally for um, six and a half years thought we were going to have to be out within the next month or two. And, but yet we lived in our house for six and a half years. Like most wow. people get a year at the most is what I've heard of. And we were there without a mortgage for that long while I was, you know, figuring out <laughs> my own issues. And yes, I did. I work as an occupational therapist. I did go back to that. Okay. Um, and, and then, you know, along the way I met my husband and we, he moved into my house after we got married. We built our new house that we're in now that took like over a year. And then we moved back and the house was still in my name for another six months. I was like, just oh my take goodness. it already. I don't want it. Like, wow. And yet, yeah, I just feel like the Lord, like that was a huge miracle. Yeah. He just provided. He's like, yes, I understand. You don't know how you're going to make ends meet, where you're going to be. And so it was a ginormous blessing. Man, he came through. He and I did. I, I love that. Um, I love that you just said that after that devastating day, that moment of talking with your kids, that then you really, you, you know, that was like a rock bottom for you, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like that, that you came to a point of surrender and, and just saying, Lord, I give this to you. Like, let's, let's do this. Um, you know, God doesn't, he doesn't, always just take us out of all of the things like you didn't get a million dollars you didn't win the lottery the next day or anything like that he's not magic mm -hmm. but he's so faithful to to bring um to to bring us to a place of surrender and then also give us abundance i i just love that and so what's what's so cool now is you have this business and this ministry that all about encouraging women kind of in the same situation that you were in. Yeah. So I would love for you to chat about that with me. Of course. Yes. I just feel so passionate about this. Um, I think that, yeah, divorce and then the disempowerment of not knowing how as a mother, as a role model of these kids, I was going to make ends meet was devastating to me. And so I'm like, wow. I have got to figure this out with with God, but, um, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like I said, I just, I dove into it head first mm -hmm. and, um, you know, became a finance financial master coach and probably six other certifications that people <laughs> don't even need to understand the names <laughs> of, but I, it just I, means you know a lot of things about finance. Yeah. I love learning. I love so teaching great. women about this. I think especially, women with a servant's heart, you know, like me, we get into these businesses because of life situations or because we want to help others. And yet we don't know how to create a sustainable business that consistently brings in money. You know, we're still dealing with stuff, you know, maybe healing from our divorce or yeah. 
even just those limiting beliefs and stories we grew up with as a child, those, the stories we saw our parents, they were stressed about money or, you know, whatever it is, we have to, it's not something that you can just come to easily on your own, you know, like right. it takes more digging and more helping to get out of that. So yeah, absolutely. that is my mission now is to help people kind of own their worth and to create sustainable businesses that also make really great money while they're doing it. Oh, that's so, that's so, so good. And it's not selfish. <laughs> I, um, there, there's many women that have come through the reclaimed community, which is my, my online um, Christian-based support for women who are going through divorce. Um, many women that come through there that, are, that, have, that have experienced financial abuse by their spouse. Yeah. And you know whether that was hiding money, um, stealing from businesses, or just hiding the finances, um, not being, um, not being transparent of, of, of showing how to pay bills, you know, and that, if that goes on for like 25, 30 years, you, you know, you can be faced in a situation where you're going through a divorce and not know how to check your bank statements. You know, I mean, it's, it can be as simple as that. And, and I've seen that in my group and I don't mean that to shame anyone, that's, that's the experience. You're like, sometimes we're just at ground zero yep. and, and we, you know, that's, that, that's just a, a case to get help that that doesn't have to be a shameful experience. That can be an empowering thing to learn about money, to learn about finances, but then be launched into the passion that God has given us to say, I have a platform now, or I want to build a platform. I want to, I want to help people and, um, and be launched in a business. I just think, I, I applaud you for doing what you do because it is so vitally important. Yeah. And I was in that situation. You know, right. my ex right. was, he was, he had a master's in finance. And so I trust oh, wow. that he knew what he was doing. I was yeah. really not involved in anything, you know, and it was only afterwards that I found out about, you know, the credit card debt that oh, was gosh. in both of our names, you know, just stuff that when you have that trust and you're not really yeah. involved, I mean, yes. And maybe that's I a note. That's at no fault of your own, right? you yeah. know, and that's, um, that's a common experience. I see that all mm -hmm. the time yeah. um, with, with so many women that I chat with. Right. And that's where I'm still like, some mornings I just wake up and I'm like, I am talking about money because this was not something <laughs> that, you know, even growing up that it was okay to talk about. And, yeah. you know, even telling my parents the first time, yeah, I'm going to be like a money coach. They're like, what is that? And it just yeah. it felt weird and very uncomfortable and well, well it's also breaking some female stereotypes yeah mm -hmm. you know um that's not always something that that we learn as as girls no. to to keep oh, budgets and to um to be financially independent right that's not always something you learn and i i mean i'm getting over this mentally in myself too of saying you know, cause I'm, I'm of the same mindset. Like I want to help. I want to give everything away for free because mm -hmm. yes. that's my heart. I want to, oh, I want, I, I, I want to help. And, um, and I don't think that's a bad thing, but, but the Lord has given us, um, he, he wants to bring abundance in every area of our life. Yeah. I fully believe that. And, um, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, so, but, but also financially. So I, I would love for you to, to, to share a little bit about that, um, like the, the Lord's heart for us in finance and even for business. Yeah. So 
kind of my scripture for the year is Ephesians 3.20. And, you know, that it's that God would provide abundantly more than we can ask or even imagine. And this was not a mindset I had ever had. And I'm still like integrating it is, gosh, like don't play small. You know, he has so much goodness. He paid such a price for us to live a life that has joy and access, like not just enough, like he wants so much for us. He, you know, when you think about, you know, as a mother, I want the best for my kids. And I just want to provide every experience, every joy, um, not spoil them, but, you know, just make sure that. (laughs) Spoil them with love. (laughs) Yes, with love. And so, I mean, if that's my heart, I can only imagine his heart is just that much more that he really wants the best for us and that he has that, you know, when we are able to just step into that and have trust and faith and just Mm -hmm. really be grounded in the promises that he has for us and really get familiar, you know, with what is in scripture, what is he telling me and really integrating the truth. How did you get over that hurdle of, you know, wanting to give away your work for free and then, and to, to actually then say, no, this is my worth. This is the, the, this is the price that I need to set. Um, How did you get over that? Because that's a mental hurdle that we face, I think. Absolutely. And unfortunately for me, it just came with, you know, me having to end my business, you know, what I thought was a calling on my life. I'm like, I can't do this. This is not working. And so it was a really big wake up call, which I think I'm just one of those girls that like God needs to like smack you on the side of the head. (laughs) I'm not learning, but I'm not great about like the little whispers and nudges. So if you are listening to this today and you are feeling like should I be charging more? This just know that like, yes, you should be. Um, yeah. That it's not going to be, see my worry for other women that get into this business is that they are given all these gifts and talents from God for a reason. But then because if you're not charging enough, it's not going to be sustainable. It's not right. going to be honoring of your time or your family, your gifts, your talents, because you can't continue doing it like that. It's just, Maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's a ministry, then that's fine. But if this is what you, you know, are feeling led to walk into as your calling, um, then you need to, you know, be charging your worth for it. Mm -hmm. Whether you have kids or not. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, you need to, you need to eat. Mm -hmm. And, and that means, that means charging for your stuff. And, and I love that you that you, you, you know, you involve the Lord in this because he actually, he cares about this. He cares about how we conduct business, especially if it's his plan and his call for our lives. So, so I would love to hear how he, how the Lord encouraged you to step into this new business of, of helping women through money, like this money mindset. Yeah. So At first, I did not know I was creating a business with all the certifications. I was just taking it because I personally needed this information. I needed the education, the financial, you know, background, all that kind of stuff because I did not have that. And then um, I actually went to a women's retreat with with my mom and sister um, about two years ago. And during the last 
the break, the last break between the last two speakers, I just stayed in, in the seat. My mom and sister went out and um, he was just speaking to me in a way I have never, ever heard before. I've never felt like I heard the audible voice or like even words. I just, I felt like little things in my heart or mm -hmm. intuition, but this was like, he basically like took Jeremiah 29 11, which has like been my lifeline since the day my ex-husband walked out. I had it posted all over the house, like 800 places. Mm -hmm. And it's you know, a, such a good one for people to hold on to. Yeah. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. For those of you that don't know that off the top, it's a great one to hold on to. Absolutely. And yeah. just that, that hope in a future. I'm like, okay, yes. he's got plans, even if but I have the, no the, This clue. isn't the end. <laughs> this <laughs> is not the end. Yes. I have no clue, but I have to believe this. And yeah. so um, he just took that scripture and he broke it up into sevens for I know. And he said, I want you to teach on wow. identity, who you are in me, you know, the plans. Okay. Plans. Women need a budget. You need a plan, you know, and then it just kind of went on from there. It was like seven things that I want you to teach. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I texted my husband and I was like, the raccoon eyes like crying oh, yes. and like snot running down my face. And I'm like, God just spoke to me because he hears from him quite often like that. But mm -hmm. I never had. And I was always a little jealous, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> That's I real. Just like, ah, wow. just heard from him. And it was so incredible. And again, it doesn't need to be this ginormous, like, you know, God is like parting the clouds and giving. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be this giant download, no. but sometimes it is. It was. And it was incredible. Wow, that's so, yeah. so great. So that's the way that, that's the way that the Lord showed up to give you a plan Yeah, to, mm -hmm. to do this business. And, um, I, when, when it's him, when it's, when it's the Lord, it's going to be hard. Yeah. You know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging, but it's also going to be, um, he's going to make that clear. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. I think oh that, goodness. I think that he, he, he doesn't want to hide from us. That's not God's plan for us. Yep. So, so that's that thing that is on your heart listener, that, yeah. that business that, that the Lord has placed in your heart. Yep. It's not impossible. It's not impossible to get there. And I think sometimes we need a little bit of a, we need to put some practicalities in place to be able to set the stage and to, um, to <laughs> make a plan like you're talking about <laughs> for, I know the plans I have for you, yeah. um, that th th sometimes that involves getting other people mm -hmm. alongside you to encourage you. And that's what, that's what you do now. So yeah. how could people, if, if this is like, ringing in them, um, what would be some practical things, practical takeaways for somebody who has this project burning in them, let's say, um, but they're getting over this hurdle of the, the financial thing, the, the um, not wanting to pay or not wanting to charge for it. What would be a takeaway that they could come away with? I think the number one thing is just finding your scripture of the year or decade, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> we, yes, we often think small and that is the enemy. He's trying to pull you back from, you know, 
moving forward in what God has placed the desires of your heart to be and the plans that he has for you. And so you have to recognize whose voice am I actually listening to? I would say, get anchored, find that scripture where you're like, okay, this is, this is it. This is going to inspire me. Keep moving forward. He has promised me this. I don't have to depend on myself. Like it's there. It's happening. So yeah. Get the word from the Lord for you in your season. And, um, and I would say as alongside that is get support and encouragement Mm -hmm. from community. Um, how was your community when you were going through this process? Yeah, that's, that's huge because especially limiting beliefs are so often like stories, like I said, we grew up with since we were little Mm -hmm. and they're just playing like a loop in our head, you know? And so we just recognize it as, you know, truth, even though it's not, it's just the way we think it is. And so it's not easy to recognize how you're holding yourself back, um, in your actions, in your mindset, in, you know, whatever you're doing. And so I did invest in a coach at that time. It was, I actually had to ask my parents for a loan and I didn't have the money, but I just knew I couldn't do it alone. And it was the best investment I have ever made. Changed everything. Yeah. I think, I think getting someone else's perspective and expertise Um, whether that's through business or if, Mm -hmm. you know, if your thing right now is your hurdles of mental health, even (laughs) get a therapist (laughs) and, you know, have that person who can speak into your process or, or if it's still just going through grief, if you're still processing the grief of your marriage, um, investing in a support group in, in, um, an online course of some kind, I mean, something like that. I think there's making an investment is a huge thing because we, you know, where, where, where your treasure is there, your heart is. So if we're actually placing our treasure in moving forward, our heart's going to be there too. I would say that that scripture probably applies to this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's so, that's so important. I love it. So I love that when the Lord showed up at that women's conference for you, he um, he gave you that verse that you knew so well, but he gave it to you in a different way. And that first part was speaking identity over you. And, um, and so this, that's what you found kind of foundationally teach on when you're, or, or co- yeah. use as a coaching, um, aspect. So I'm sure that that's what you would say is a really important takeaway, right? Hugely. Yes. Yeah. It's just to realize who you are is not tied to, you know, what you do or I'm, you know, Carrie Olson, you know, it's just, I am a daughter of the King, like understand who you are, that that is your father and you can go to him for anything. And he wants the best. You are a princess. You know, we are all sisters and we are princesses and, um, is just get a really deep understanding of the promises that he has for us. Yeah, that is so foundational, especially going after divorce and betrayal. When that when that title of wife yeah. is taken away, that can be so so devastating. Mm-hmm. And um, and even for you, that title of holistic coach, health coach, right? A holistic health yep. coach was what yep. what you were. When yep. that was taken away, you know that could have been foundationally 
identity shaking for you too, because when we place our things, when we place our identity on things that can be shaken, we need, we will be shaken at the, at the, at the identity level. So we need to be putting our foundation, our identity firmly in the Lord, because he is the only thing that can't be shaken. And then after that, what I love that you, um, that all of this just pours out of identity because then after he speaks identity over us, he says, this is your call. This is what you're destined to do. And, and, um, a tool like the one that you provide for women is so powerful. So I would love for you to share, um, if people are interested in this, if something's stirring in their heart about maybe getting involved or, um, or reaching out to you, how could people find you? Um, how can they get some resources from you? Um, yeah, go ahead. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I would have you to just even be friends. I love, oh, yeah. you know, godly women <laughs> on Facebook. Let's be friends. So it's Carrie, K-A-R-I, Olson, O-L-S-O-N. Um, I do have a brand new Facebook group as of last week, small but mighty. We're, we're starting out. Um, it's called the Prosperous and Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. And Ooh, it's been what a great name. Thank you. Words that I love. <laughs> um, my website is Brave Abundance. I do have a quiz on there that's kind of fun to take, and it'll just kind of get you on my newsletter, and we can keep in touch that way too. Wonderful, wonderful. I think the the resources that you provide, your heart is so important and so valuable. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, how is your health now? Can I ask that? Yes, I am in remission. It's been okay. a little off and on, but as of last okay. year, um, everything has been looking really good. So wow. Thank well, you for asking. We'll be praying for you. Yes. Um, I don't know what the pain of cancer is like. Um, I'm so sorry for your experience with that. And I'm so sorry for your experience in divorce as well. The Lord doesn't waste anything. Right. right. And I never... Anything knew of what was inside of me until those experiences yeah. brought it out. You know, the character and the strength that I have, I feel like a whole new person. And I, I feel like those experiences were the only ways that I could have stepped into this. Wow. So. That's the Lord using the tactics of the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. He uses to, to actually launch us into our identity and into yeah. our calling. So I'm so grateful that you have that perspective. I'm so grateful for the resources and, and your business. So thank you so much for being here and sharing with my listeners. It blesses me so much. Oh, it was so lovely to spend time with you. Thanks for yes, having me. Of course. Wow, wow, wow. Love that episode with her. Love it so much. She is just a phenomenal woman. Nothing that you have gone through should limit you. I know that right now it might feel like things are limiting, but you can live abundantly, including in your finances. So if you are interested, hop on board with what Carrie is doing. She has this Facebook group that is open to you if you are interested in this. The link is found in my show notes. You can also find it um, over on her Brave Abundance Facebook page. Um, you can find that information, but she does have this group and just 
hop on board with that if it's something that you're interested in. Also, if you are interested in taking part in, in our online course, the Healing from Divorce online course, sign up because we open in just a week. I'm so excited about what God is doing and what he's going to do in and through this course when healing from divorce. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there is always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.